So let's talk about the fact that everyone knows, you know you need to have a working smoke detector in your home. But did you also know you should have a radon detector in your home, particularly because we live here in Alberta. Research done by Calgary scientists shows it's even more important to have one since the COVID pandemic. We should have one in our home and winter is the best time to do it. And we are in the wintry of all winters of winters right now. So joining us to tell us more about radon detectors, why we need one, particularly because we live here, is Erin Goodarzi, University of Calgary's Cummings School of Medicine, Department of Biochemistry and Molecular Biology, and the Scientific Director of Evict Radon National Study. Thank you so much for joining us on the show, Erin. Thank you for inviting me. Okay, so let's talk radon. What is it? Well, in short, radon is a highly radioactive gas that no human sense can detect and represents one of the leading cause of lung cancer amongst people who do not smoke tobacco in Canada. Indeed, it underlies thousands and thousands of new Canadian lung cancers per year. In Alberta, our population health scientists have estimated that there's one new case of radon-induced lung cancer every 23 hours. So if there's one new case of radon lung cancer every 23 hours, why do we not all have radon detectors then in our home? Well, many Canadians do, in fact, have uh, have tested their house for radon. Um, and what we're trying to do, as well as with other partners across Alberta and in Canada in general, is to encourage people to do this. One of the things about radon that's, of course, different to smoke or even carbon monoxide is that it takes many years for you to realize you've had a problem. A lung cancer diagnosis typically happens between 10 to sometimes 30 years after high exposure over a period of time. On the other hand, you pretty much know straight away if you have a smoke or monoxide problem in your house. And so part of it is is the difference in the way the problem manifests. Joining us is Dr. Aaron Godarzi from the University of Calgary. And why is it, doctor, that Alberta has one of the higher incidents of radon? What, what is it about our province that makes us stand out in the world? Mm, great question. So in part, it's um, not just Alberta, I would add, it's the prairies in general. So the geology of the Canadian prairies has always had a lot of radon generating minerals in the ground. Now, it's not just enough to have radon in the ground, you actually have to have built um, properties on top of it that capture, contain, and concentrate radon to the hazardous levels. And that's something that's happened in Alberta and the prairies in general over the late 20th into the 21st century. We are now building our homes, our schools, our workplaces in a way that they are capturing radon to levels that we've never seen before. And indeed in Alberta, Newer houses have much higher radon than older houses. Not to say older houses are safe. Many of them did. You know, one in ten um, Canadian uh, properties, residential properties from the mid 20th century, had a higher radon problem. A new house built in Alberta today, one in three of them have over um, 200 becquerels. That's the unit with which radon is measured. That's where you have a serious problem. But people would say that sounds backwards. Why would a newer home have higher rates of radon? Wouldn't it be an older home that maybe doesn't have better ventilation or, or doesn't have as new materials? Why do newer homes have this situation? Mm. Um, so we've been looking into this together with members of the University of Calgary's uh, School of Architecture as well as building scientists from across Canada. There's simply put, there isn't one reason. 
uh, it's a collective problem um, that has to do with the way we heat our homes, the way our homes are ventilated, how they're airtighter, more airtight than they used to be. That said, an energy-efficient house doesn't necessarily have to have a high radon problem. And in a study we did a couple of years ago, we compared Canadian to Swedish houses, both of which new houses are very energy-efficient, totally opposite problems. Canadian uh, energy-efficient houses had way higher radon. Swedish energy-efficient houses had way lower radon. The difference is how they're heated. So it's a complicated building science. Why? However, the good news is there's a solution to all of it, um, which is a simple radon mitigation. Um, all you need to do is do a test and figure out if you have a problem. And if you do, it's one to two days work to fix it permanently. And so let's let's talk about radon mitigation and the work you've been doing in the studies. How do people help you help us with the radon information? Tell us more about the national work that's been going on that people can take part in. Great. So the evict radon national study has been going um, since about 2014. So we're, we're approaching our 10 years. Um, anyone in Canada, uh, whether you rent or you own your property, could sign up. As long as you're an adult, you can just visit www.evictradon.org where you can join the study. It's a citizen scientist-based study. Well, that means you um, agree to purchase at, at cost, so it's completely nonprofit, a radon kit. You know, you might get that from anyone, but if you do it through the Evict Radon National Study, which is funded by agencies like Health Canada, Canadian Cancer Society, uh, you'll get your radon reading and the de-identified data comes back to cancer research um, teams like mine and others in Canada. And what we do with that is we use it to understand the scale of the Canadian radon problem, but also advocate for change. And as one example, the 2025 build code in Canada is taking forward information that we and others in Canada have generated to, to try and put in systematic change in the next cross-Canada build code to, to hopefully engineer this out of any new buildings that might be built in Canada. So we can sort of stop the train um, where it is, and then we have to then, of course, promote radon testing and reduction and awareness, of course, for all the houses that, that are built. You can visit our new Radon Knowledge Series at any of our social media channels. Just search for Vic Radon on Instagram, Twitter, well, now X, hmm. um, or, or, or Facebook, where you can learn about Radon. We produce a lot of facts on this for everybody. And if you're working from home, this is one of the big things after the pandemic. Work yeah. from home has been normalized. Of course, your exposure potentially is going to be much higher than it used to be when you used to go to the office. Right, because instead of having that time when you're in your car, driving to work, eight, nine, ten hours in the office, you might be in your home 24-7, which changes your exposure. Absolutely, especially times of year like, you know, it's impossible to go outside when it's minus 43 with a wind chill. Um, we're spending a lot of time inside. This is typical Canada. Um, through the winter heating months, which makes it really important to have the highest quality indoor air. We have a lot of care for our indoor air in terms of smoke, monoxide, and other things. Radon is invisible, but it can be tested for. It's straightforward. You can do it through the Evict Radon National Study, um, and uh, you know if you have a problem. In Calgary, we find roughly one in eight 
Um, overall residential property might have um, a radon problem that needs a reduction. Of course, that does depend on the type of house you live in, the age of that house. But really, at the end of the day, the only way to know is to test your house. Well, and I will tell you this. I'm not just an interviewer. I'm a participant because my husband was really interested in this a couple years ago. He tested our home as part of the evict radon study. And when our data came back, we were just barely under the guidelines that the World Health Organization said were safe. So we had the levels in our house not overly concerning, but the data that came back was actually very interesting. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, thank you so much for taking part in the study. You're, you're part of, of now, um, we're getting close to, I think, 60 plus thousand Canadian households um, who have joined the study and is making real change. One of the big things we're trying to do as we move, look forward over the next five years is to use what we've learned um, to help um, uh, make more inclusive lung cancer screening. So lung cancer screening programs are emerging in Canada. And one of the big challenges is right now is only really people with a heavy tobacco history are being included. That excludes a lot of Canadians who will need screening. For example, those, those one new case every 23 hours. If we can screen people, we can catch lung cancer early. And if you can catch lung cancer early enough, believe it or not, it might even be cured. Hmm. Uh, right now, that's not the case. And so that's what we're working towards as well in the future. Well, I really appreciate your time. It's Dr. Aaron Godarzi from the University of Calgary. And one more time, just what's the best website if they do want to take part in the study? Absolutely. So you can visit us at any of our social media channels to search for Evict Radon or visit the website www.evictradon.org.